So as I think about what to record as I relaunch this podcast, all I can think about is healing. And there is no real mind-body connection unless we heal those parts of us that hurt us, sabotage us, and prevent us from living the absolute best life we can live. And I know that sounds truly cliched when we talk about living our best life, but what does that truly mean? Think about your human experience. Think about it in its fragility. Think about the experiences that you've had that brings you joy, that brings you peace. Now think about those that have caused you to cry, that has brought you much sadness. You know where you've turned to the, the corner of a room and you've stayed there and you just, you felt hopeless and you didn't feel like you could make it out. Those times that were so hard for you that you never thought you were going to see another day when you felt like your failure was it and that it was going to take you under and it was going to take you out. Think about those situations that you never shared with other people that is hidden behind a smile and a positive attitude and a go-getter attitude and an ambitious self and a drive and a hustling mentality, that part of you that you hide away from. Think about the relationships with your parents, your relationship with people that should have protected you, should have guided you, should have guarded you, but they left you vulnerable and even betrayed you. Think about those people. How does that feel? And how does it contribute to your human experience, period? How does it contribute to the way you see yourself and how you perceive the world? And as you do that, I want you to be mindful of the feelings attached to your thoughts. Because the truth of the matter is our human experience is a collection of events and memories. And a lot of those memories taint the way that we view ourselves and we view others. And it taints our experiences and sabotaging us from living an untapped reality. We limit ourselves because of the experiences that we've had that have taught us the limitations that we should have. Should we have those limitations? How do we take the cap off of the jar, so to speak, or the ceiling off of the house? How do we go beyond the limitations that our past have set before us or that people have set before us? How do we go beyond the boundaries and the boxes that people have placed us in and we continue to place ourselves in? How do we go beyond? And all I can think about is healing. And I know it sounds cliche, healing, healing. What does that mean? Healing from emotional traumas. What does that mean? Sounds like some fancy words for a whole bunch of what? 
Remember everything I asked you to think about earlier? Now think about how they've affected you. How they've affected your relationships and your choices in people and jobs. And where you decide to go. And the things you decide to do. Think about that. How would your life be different if you took off the cloak of your past or if you removed the memory of that event, how would your life change? Would you do something daring? Would you do something that makes your heart flutter? Would you do something that makes you feel proud and let you smile? Would you take that risk? Would it feel like such a risk? When you heal, you're able to live. When you don't, you are likely, liable, likely (laughs) to get infected. And I'm using that as a metaphor for physical wounds. It's the the best way I can share how emotional traumas affect you on a deeper level. Think about when you get a cut. What happens if that cut is small? If it's small like a paper cut, very likely... It will heal without you doing much to it. It will take care of itself. Not much to do. It's not a wound. It's a cut. And there's a difference. But what happens when you get a big gush in your leg from a knife wound or an accident or you fell What happens? Does that require some more involvement or do you just leave it to fix itself unattended? Not catering to it, not caring for it, just leave it. Do you just have that big wound just gushing with blood without attending to it at all? Do you treat that same big wound like you would that paper cut? I don't think so. And it would be foolish to do that. It would be foolish to treat a cut like a wound and a wound like a cut. It would be foolish to do so. But when you think about that physical wound, and you think of all the blood that you're losing, you think first, Let me stop this blood. Let me stop this bleeding. Because if the bleeding doesn't stop, my life ends. And we understand that because there's life in our blood. There's life in your joy. There's life in your hope. There's life in your passion and your compassion. There is life in your giving, there is life in your love. And when you let that bleed out because of an event that happens and you don't stop it, 
the inevitable happens, and that is death. Why die? So, with a wound, you can stop the bleeding, and that's the first part. You want to stop the bleeding, stop the bleeding, stop the bleeding. What is causing you to lose your substance of life? What is causing you to bleed out? Stop the bleeding. And when that's done, when you stop the bleeding, when you found a way to stop the bleeding, you have to find a way to close the wound. And maybe it's in the closing of the wound that causes the bleeding to stop. Maybe. Sometimes the bleeding has to stop first and then you close the wound. And sometimes it's closing the wound that stops the bleeding. Either way, you have to close the wound. Because no healing can happen without that part of the process. So the wound will close in its time, depending on what you do. And once that wound is closed, you have to help it along to facilitate the healing process, process, process. You have to do some things. It's not a cut. (laughs) This is not a bruise. This is a wound. This is a trauma. And when you have traumas, you have to deal with them differently than when you have a cut or a bruise. Now you have to fight infections. You can't leave it unattended. You have to fight infections that it may have already got or prevent infection. So you have to clean it out and clean it up and put antibacterial on it. The same thing you have to do with your emotional emotional traumas. So let me bring it home for you. Some of you are, have dealt with some devastation in your life. And you have to stop the bleeding. You have to find a way to stop the bleeding. And that might be separating yourself from those people who have caused you harm. It might be you going to therapy and finding a way to remove yourself from those toxic thinking so you can start to close up that wound and take out the infection. You may have to start meditating and reading different kind of books that can help you and changing out your circle and using essential oils to help you and sage and a singing bowl and whatever it is, going running, (laughs) cutting your hair, taking a change, going to a different place, getting a new job, getting a new partner. (laughs) You have to do something to stop the bleeding and close the wound before the healing can begin. It's part of the process. But you have to do something because this is not a cut. It's not a bruise. This is trauma. This is a wound. It's bigger than that. So you have to put things in place. 
And some of these events that happen to you is unfortunate. They are unfortunate. They they weren't things that you asked for. Some of you, it happened to you so young when you had no say in the matter. You didn't have a say. And someone violated you in a way that caused you so much pain that you didn't realize until you were old enough to understand that, oh, it hurts. Oh, I'm missing something. Oh, that's where that's coming from. You didn't ask for it and it happened to you. It wasn't your fault and it happened. It's unfortunate. However, you have the power within you to heal. It's up to you to heal because you have the power to heal. And I know that it feels hard. It feels hard. It feels hard. It feels burdensome. Sometimes it feels hopeless. Sometimes you are in a dark place and you just don't know how you're going to get out of it. You really don't think you can. But you can. And this is the place, this is the podcast where we are going to address how you identify those emotional traumas, how you heal from those after you release them. Because I'm telling you, you have to release some of those things. You cannot take them with you where you are going. You have to release them. And it's a process. It doesn't come overnight. Some things happen quickly and some things will not. Some days you will feel triumphant and other days you're like, oh my God, here I am again. But it's a process and you have to be involved, actively involved in your healing. Here on this podcast, we are going to address together ways that you can heal from emotional traumas and move on and move on because this human experience is not about a destination it's about a journey i am marcia cartali and we will talk very soon mm-hmm.